the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. And we're nearing the end of our season, just two more episodes today and next week. And so I was just thinking about what did I want to talk about that I haven't in this long season that goes all the way back to September. And one thing was uh, being a productive person sort of fits in with the success theme and last couple episodes, you know, are very sort of variations on that. But I wanted to talk today about 10 practices of highly productive people. 10 practices of highly productive people. And then next week, I want to talk about how you can support people with anxiety, mental health month, and we'll finish off the season, I think, on a strong note, seeing what we can do uh, to help people and support people that we love and care about. Uh, Before we get into that, I just want to always uh, ask you uh, to support what we're doing here by your likes, by your reviews, by sharing Uh, this podcast on your social media so other people can find out about it and find out what we're doing over here. You know, there's lots of different kinds of podcasts and people do a lot of interviews and there's there's folks that are very niche into just a particular area. But um, what makes this podcast, I think, special is that you're getting a lot of great content on subjects that are very important and many people are interested in like success and happiness and stress and just all kinds of important themes that people want to know more about and you're getting them in a 30-minute podcast that comes out every single week and it's filled with inspiration and motivation and and comes from a uh, pers- a Christian perspective from from perspective of of the world is not just physical but spiritual as well and and what can we learn and what can we gain from the insights that uh, Jesus teaches and put it all together and, and you got something I think that is unique and special and love sharing these podcast episodes with you. Love hearing from folks about various episodes. This one we just did uh, a couple weeks ago on the habits uh, of the successful. It's been really great feedback. Appreciate the feedback. Always love to hear from you. You can go to rickmcdaniel.com and there's a contact button right there that you can click and share with us. But again, any way that you can help us by giving us reviews and five-star ratings and sharing this podcast and how it's helped you is greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. We don't do um, the sort of uh, paid promotion that other, again, others might do. So we're really counting on you to spread the word and and share the word. And, and, you know, people do that because we've gone up in the rankings quite a bit and we, you know, we, we appreciate that greatly. And we'd love to just continue to stay up there in the top 200 and 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 really get a, a good hearing and a good listen. So if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple or you're listening on the Prey app, uh, Amazon Music, whatever it is, and, and iHeartRadio, you know, don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, whichever way you're listening, we uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we 
we'd love for you to share this podcast with people that you know that you think it would help. All right, let's just jump in. I'm I'm raring to go today. Sometimes I talk a little longer at the beginning, but 10 practices of highly productive people. Highly productive individuals have very specific practices. It's true that the most productive people are generally the most organized, and we'll certainly talk about that tidy desk, systemized schedules, and all of that, they, they cut down on wasted time. All those things are, are absolutely positively true. But there's more to it than that. I mean, I think I've really got some great content for you today about practices. Some of them, yeah, they're, they're maybe more uh, well-known or, or less of an aha, like, oh, wow. But there's others, I think that, you know, there's really some insight that you need to hear today that could really help you to understand all this. So this is how you get, this is how you do it. This is how you get to be more productive. But let's just begin with one that I just think you should start with it. And and it's it's not a, a great uh, newsflash, but you know, have a schedule. Productive people have a schedule. Unproductive people trash their schedule. You know, sometimes people wake up and they're exhausted or, or they just are, are having the the blahs or or they just not feeling it. And so they just sort of uh, say, you know, so much for the schedule. Or uh, maybe they don't really have plans, like especially like on uh, the weekends or something like that. And uh, so they're just like, whatever. And a productive person, listen, they just never do that. They just never do it. A productive person just does not do that. A productive person has a schedule. They they know what they want to accomplish. And again, we're going to drill down deeper into this because got to look at that to-do list and, and maybe a new light today. But they they have a to-do list. They you know they know what they're going to do. They know how to handle their time. They do not walk into a day just like la, 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 whatever will be, will be. And I would say to you that, frankly, even on a weekend or a holiday, they're not going to just blow it off. They're going to work out. They're going to organize their closet. They're going to clean their car. You know, they're, they're going to do it. I mean, that's just that's it. There's no that there's no way to get around. If you're going to be productive, you've got to have a schedule. It's just that simple. Now you may say, hey, weekends and holidays and what about the rest? No, the rest is that can be scheduled in as well. That's absolutely part of it for sure. I mean, I, I, I have I have a schedule every day of my life, but that doesn't mean that that there isn't rest involved in that. You know, I could, uh, the playoffs are on, you know, hockey and basketball right now. I was just the other, you know, like the, uh, earlier this week at the beginning of the week, I just told my wife, hey, just want you to know the I'm a New Englander. Some of you know that. So I'm going to be rooting for the Boston teams like the Celtics and the Bruins in basketball and hockey. So I'm just like, hey, the Celtics are on this this night and Bruins are on this night. And if they win this and that. You know, that's, I mean, it may sound funny to you. It's part of my schedule too, as is like, you know, I'm going to say like, hey, after lunch on Saturday, you know, don't have anything going on till dinner and I'm going to take myself a nice nap. So it isn't that you don't rest. It's just that there's a schedule. There's a schedule for everything. There is a schedule. It's that's it. That's, that's what it looks like. All right. So let's, 
Now, now let's just break this down a little bit. So within the schedule, here's the practice, working in sprints. And, and, and as opposed to, just so you can say, and what? And, and opposed, opposing that to, say, a marathon. One of the biggest productivity, productivity pitfalls is people try to work in marathons. Yeah. And you don't want to work in marathons if you want to be productive. It, that's not how you do it. it. It's about the sprint. It's not about the marathon. You don't say, oh, I'm going to finish this project and for the next six hours because that's just not how life works. You can't, you can't get it that way. When you're working through a big pile of work, it's easy to lose track of what's a priority, what needs to be done. Because of this, you can spend too much time on some things, not enough on others. And eventually, you know what you end up with? You either end up with not finishing or a low quality result. Sprints are short, focused, high energy burst of work. Think in terms of like a 45 minute sprint. Like for the next 45 minutes, this is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I'm going to do. And so after that's over, then you can check your email, maybe return a few calls, whatever. That's how it works. And it works brilliantly. It works brilliantly. Work in sprints. You'll have more clarity and you'll be able to do more. And listen, really, it will allow you greater flexibility. And I would say greater rewards as well. Sprinting can make your biggest projects and tasks way more efficient and even fun. So think sprints, don't think marathons. And if you think that way, you're going to be productive. All right, a third, practice saying no. Saying no to more work can actually help us reduce our responsibilities and focus better. Stress, burnout, depression are also more likely to occur individuals who can't say no. Now, this is tricky, you know, because you want to say yes to opportunities and, and, you know, yes to responsibilities that will uh, lead you to promotions in your career. So I'm really not talking about saying no to the big things, but more to to the smaller things. Uh, Steve Jobs said this a number of years ago. People think focus means saying yes to what you've got to focus on, but that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done at Apple as the things we have done. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I did an episode about the failures of Apple. That is just amazing. Some massive failures. And I think Steve Jobs would say, I wish we hadn't done those things. So... That's, this is really what I'm talking about. In order to focus and be ultra productive, you've got to say no to things in order say, to say yes to the best thing. So it's the you know no to the good to say yes to the best. It's that kind of thing. Excellent work requires focus and focus requires few, less, not more, but less. So learning to say no is just absolutely crucial in 
being a productive person. It is one of the practices of highly productive people is that they will say no so that they can say yes to the best things. They certainly will say yes to the big opportunities, the things that will lead to success in their career. But in the day-to-day, they'll say no in order to be able to focus on the things that are most important. Another practice, just good old-fashioned having goals. You know, just, you know, what do you really care about? And then let's talk about that and put it into a goal. You know, your values should then be reflected by goals. You you just can't be enough, you know, to just say, well, you know, these are my values, you know, like ability to succeed in your career, you know, you could say, you know, that's a value of mine. I really value success, but okay, how's that going to happen? There needs to be a goal. So the goal may be, I want to make, you know, $200,000 a year. So that's the goal. So I want to be success and I'm going to define that particular, and I hope that success is not only solely about money, but money is a part of it. For sure. And so you might say that's what it looks like. Or, you know, you say might say, you know, I really want to uh, my value, my family. And so I have a good work life balance. So then you have to have a goal that reflects that you're really having a good work life balance. Goals are measurable. Goals are objective. And then, you know, sub goals can be established, the smaller tasks that need to happen in order for the larger goal to be achieved. But highly productive people are people that that have values and those values are expressed with goals and those goals are then achieved. And that's the essence of what it looks like to be productive, just no way around. So again, you see things like schedule and goals, and then you see things like working and sprints is saying, no, you know, there's these sort of big ones that are somewhat understood. And then some of these smaller tweaks, but they're all practices, the 10 practices of highly productive people. Here's, here's another, um, you know, not participating in drama, like not, not, uh, not part of the drama and it happens, right? I mean, you know, gossip, resistance to change, constant arguing, disgruntled workers disrupting the work environment. I mean, this is, you know, this stuff happens. And so what happens, you, you, you get diverted from what's most important, your work. You get caught up in the workplace drama. The time lost to workplace drama could be extremely costly for you and Definitely impact your productivity. Researcher Cy Wakeman, I mean, this is just incredible. According to the research, it's hard to believe that's what this, this is what Cy is saying. The average employee wastes two hours and 26 minutes a day on drama, on the drama, on the gossip, on the arguing, on the, the complaining and the grumbling. It's hard to believe that's just a massive number, but it's really something to consider. Workplace drama leads to low morale, a deteriorating culture, employee turnover, lost revenue. People are less productive, less committed to planning and implementing strategies when they're entangled in workplace drama. Spend too much time managing conflict and 
and fighting politics. And, and maybe when you add the politics and conflict, you see where you can you can get to almost two and a half hours every day messing around with this sort of stuff. Like, man, what are we doing here? Just wasting time on this kind of stuff. So productive people just don't participate. I'm, I'm just really a huge believer that just gossip is just, it's just a sin. I really believe it is. I believe it's a sin, just like other things that, you know, people say, oh, sin, sin is adultery, you know. Yeah, that's a sin, sure. But gossip, you know, I mean, it's just saying bad things about people, listening to it, participating in it. It's not good. It's not good at all. And being part of the, the drama, productive people are just not part of it. There's just no other way to say it any more sim- more simply than that. Productive people simply do not participate in the drama. All right. So highly uh, productive people, they focus on what they want. You know, when you're talking about goals, setting goals, you know, it's like, what do you want? But here's, this is kind of tricky. Michael Hyatt talks about this. The idea that sometimes it's about, you know, what we want to do less of. Like, I'm going to be healthier, so I'm going to stop eating junk food. So I want to stop procrastinating, so I'm going to turn off the, the notifications on my phone. But what's interesting is, whenever you focus on what you don't want, your attention is naturally drawn there. So when you think about your goal, you know, you're, you're thinking, oh, I'm thinking about sugar. Every time you think about your goal, you see how this works? It's like the negative is overcoming the focusing on what you don't want to be. So you're more likely to succumb to the temptation of sugar when you think about it too much. Right. That makes sense. It's whatever you think about. My famous phrase, I'll say it to you. Whatever you think about longest becomes strongest in your life. Whatever you think about longest becomes strongest in your life. That, that, this is the principle. This is the, the concept. I'm going to share another one of my famous ones here in just a second too. Whatever you think about longest becomes strongest in your life. So don't think about the that, you know, like, I don't want to do this. Don't look at where you've been, but at where you want to go. It's impossible to hit the bullseye of your goals if your eyes wander backward and to the sides. Does that make sense? Sure, it does. Don't look in the rearview mirror. Look out the windshield. So figure out what you want. Figure out how you can get to what you really actually want. Switch the gears. No reverse. Forward. First, second, third, Fourth, I know a lot of you probably don't even drive standard cars anymore. Who does? But I got a little sports car that's a manual transmission, so I still do. And there's something to be said for it. So when you think about your focus, you're focusing on what you want, not what you don't want. Focus on what you want and That's what highly productive people do. They focus on what they want and their mind then flows naturally in that direction. All right. I told you that uh, I was going to talk about, you know, some of my other sort of phrases that I am a huge uh, believer 
in, in terms of things that I think are real, really kind of like mantras for success. And one of them, again, is whatever you think about longest becomes strongest in your life, right? That's that's one of them. And another one has to do with the important over the urgent. So I talk about you schedule your priorities, you don't prioritize your schedule. You schedule your priorities, you don't prioritize your schedule. And what that has to do with is the important over the urgent. Highly productive people do not rely on urgency to accomplish their tasks. They prioritize according to importance. But what I'm saying is you schedule it in. You don't look at your calendar and prioritize it. You schedule in the priorities. You don't, the tyranny of the urgent, right? Because here's the thing, the squeaky wheel. Yeah, you know, the fires and the crying and the drama. If you're not careful, that's what your whole day becomes. Just putting out fires, racing around to the who's crying the loudest and the squeakiest wheel. And that does not lead to productivity. Rather than focusing on urgent tasks, productive people make a bigger impact by focusing on the important ones. So think of it this way, right? You have like a to-do list and we just lots of times you just write whatever comes to mind and then we just go down the to-do list based on what came to mind. That's not the way to do it. I mean, you might want to just do a brain dump and just get everything down first, but then you might want to redo the to-do list so that the important things are at the top. So it isn't that we focus on the urgent things as many times the urgent things might be the things that come to mind first. And they, they may not be as important. So productive people choose important over urgent. They schedule their priorities and prioritize their schedule. They make sure the important stuff gets done first. And then when the important stuff gets done first, see, then you have the essence, literal, literally have the essence of what productivity is all about. All right, here's another one. They value their mental health. So people who are productive doesn't mean they're just like work, 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 work. No, they value their mental health. Many, I think for many, it's really a morning routine, a morning practice, a morning ritual, you know, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's, and I've been practicing this for years. And I don't think there's any better morning ritual than than the one that I do. I mean, I'm completely, utterly and totally partial to it, which is I never start my day without first spending time in prayer, talking to God in a devotion. Like, of course, I've written a devotional book. You know, you read devotion, it has the scripture, it has the story, it has the application for you, the devotional time, the quiet time, whatever you want to, whatever you want to talk about. And when I say never, I mean, I, I do this religiously, right? Every single morning. But something happened to me recently that just it just jolted me as I was preparing for this. 
And that is that I had brought my phone in, which I never do. I don't do that. I don't bring my phone. I turn it off and leave it out in the kitchen. But I brought it into the bedroom because of the playoffs and the scores. And I was tired and I wanted to go sleep and I wanted to know who won the game in the morning. And so when I first get up, which is my time, my morning practice, I don't look at the computer. I don't talk to my wife. I don't do any of that. It's just quiet. And I take care of that first thing, get my mind right and welcome in the peace into my life and unburden myself through prayer, all that that you need to do. People talk about mindfulness and meditation. This mind would be a, a Christian version of that. So I had the phone And for some dumb reason, after I wanted to just check scores, I ended up clicking open my email and there was a very upsetting email in there. Really, and just completely messed up my day. Or let's say messed up my morning. I broke my own rule and I paid the price for it right there. So have your morning ritual, have your morning practice and stick to it. Just put a value on that. So that you start the day in the right frame of mind. You start the day exactly the way you want to start it. And I've been doing this for years and I'm telling you, it's it's a winner. It is an absolute winner. All right, here's another practice. Uh, pursue passion. And what I mean by that is too many people will enter the workplace on autopilot. You know, just like the familiar things that are done It's almost like the mind is off and they, you know, they just, this is what I do. This is my job. This is the things. And they almost just go in on on autopilot. I mean, there's been studies done about how people, you know, take the same route home. and, and, And sometimes when people are supposed to like stop by the grocery store or get gas or something, they're so used to the same routine that they end up at home and, and they're like, why did I do that? Like they're just on autopilot. And by the way, this is where boredom can enter in for people, you know, now productive people, boring is not in their vocabulary. No, it it does not exist because they have passion for what they do. So productive people cultivate a passion for their work. They have their, they have their goals, they have their schedule. And so They attack it, even if it's the mundane tasks that they've done a thousand times before. And they just work on improving and they they know that they're that these tasks help them to to achieve their goal and get where they want to get to. So they have no problem with that. They don't see it as boring, but they, they see it as the process. And it is the process that ultimately leads them to productivity and success. So you just have to be, you need that passion. You need to have the pursue passion so that you don't kind of just click onto autopilot. And if you find yourself saying you're bored, oh boy, because boring people and productive people, just those are not the same people. They just aren't. All right, the final practice, and I left it for last, even though it's really the, the most obvious, which is the they work in an organized environment. The workplace environment is organized for a productive person. It either energizes you or depletes you. Either you're energized or you're depleted by your workplace environment. That's just absolute fact. 
Does your desk contain the same spot? Now, here's the thing. Your desk, I have a pile on my desk right now, one. But does it contain the same piles as it did three weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Or are they changing? It's, you know, it's okay to have some clutter as long as it doesn't stagnate. You know, like you got to have some papers there because you're working, you know. But the key is that you're working through it, that you, you have uh, an organized, efficient way because in many ways, really, organization is really about time management. You know, there's every paper, there's a task associated with it. Each task takes time. Give yourself enough time to complete it and your piles go away. You, sh- you know, one one another way to look at this is sort of the in zone and the out zone. You know, the in zone is the new items just coming in. The out zone is the stuff that's finished that needs to be dealt with. Maybe a great thing is something like this. At the last 10 minutes of your workday, prepare your desk for tomorrow's work. Set up your desk for the day. And then when you go to work the next day, there's your desk. It can have a powerful impact on your mindset and your productivity because you walk in and you're right ready to go. You've taken the last 10 minutes of the day to kind of set up the next day and allow you to be successful. Now, these practices, I mean, friends, they work. They work. You want to be highly productive. You want to be more productive, which leads to greater success and fulfillment. You can make your life more peaceful. You know, there's all kinds of benefits that come from productivity, not just financial Mental health wise, and you start your day in the right way. You got a good, you had time to talk to God, and and you've been refreshed, and you've got a good thought for the day in your mind, and you've got a to do list, and the to to do list reflects the, your priorities and what's most important, and then you attack the day. And you work in sprints, and you know you're on your way. This, and you keep doing this day after day, week after week, month after month, and you are going to have a great degree of productivity. That is for sure. So put these practices into practice in your life. All right. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.